It is well, it is, it is well with my soul. You give me peace, peace like a river. You're always providing when I'm not at ease. You know what I need. You're there holding my hand. Who has in the What's up, Jesus people? It's Ursula. Hey, hey, hey. And I'm AJ. And welcome to the first episode of the One Lost Sheep Podcast. Woo woo. In today's podcast, we're going to be talking about why we started a podcast about Jesus. And we're going to take a look at Luke chapter 15, which has three parables in it. Before we begin, really quick, I just want to thank Carlos and Michael from One Common Music. They provided the intro for our podcast, and I'm obsessed with this song, you guys. It's beautiful, and everything these guys do is incredible. They're two brothers making music for Jesus, so if you like them, follow them at One Common Music on Insta, Facebook, and TikTok. I'd also like to thank all the people who made this dream of ours become real because a few months ago, this was just a feeling, but it felt impossible. And God sent a team of magicians into our lives who knew what to do when we did not. Whether it was a simple text you responded to, or if you're someone like my neighbor who spent a thousand hours helping us set up our recording equipment and got paid exactly zero dollars. Thank you so (laughs) much. From the bottom of our hearts, you guys are so kind. Yes. Thank you guys so much. It's been such a journey and it's awesome to see people come through for us when we need it the absolute most. So thank you. With that being said, Urs, you want to tell people why we started this podcast? I would love to. So I was lucky enough to be raised in faith. I have amazing parents. They always emphasize the importance of religion in our lives. It was always, you know, at the center of our lives. But there comes a time where you as an adult have to decide for yourself, you know, is this what I believe also. And so, you know, at 26, I decided that I believe in Jesus. Uh, But then I spent the next decade, essentially, you know, trying to understand what that relationship meant to me, because I knew that I believed in him, but I didn't know him. And believing him and knowing him proved to be very different. You know, I, I heard the scripture, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. But I wrestled with how do I love someone that I don't know? You know, I accept that he's the truth, but I felt that I could only get to know him as well as I could any historical figure. I could read about him, right? But I couldn't know him. And at that point, I had started reading the Bible so many times and failed so many times, and I just felt stuck, you know. But then I came across Hebrews 4.12. The word of God is alive and active, sharper than a two-edged sword. And that really made me determined to start reading the Bible and sticking with it because I thought, I want to put this to the test. You know, the Bible itself says that of itself. This is alive. This is active. This will change your life. And guys, it is so true. It is alive. It is active. Its seeds began to sprinkle around my life and it caused growth everywhere. And then, you know, I had this alternate issue of what do I do now? I feel like I'm on fire and I need to do (laughs) something about it. There's this Bible story, it's John 21, and it's verses 15 to 19, and Jesus and Peter are having breakfast together, and this is after Jesus has been resurrected. And Jesus says to Peter, he says, Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, yes, Lord, I love you. And Jesus replies, feed my lambs. And he asks him again, he says, Peter, do you love me? And Peter's like, yes, yes, Lord, I love you. And Jesus says, tend my sheep. And he asks him a third time, he says, Peter, do you love me? And now Peter doesn't know that Jesus is asking him three times to reinstate him after Peter denied Jesus three times at the crucifixion. So he's really hurt. And he's like, Lord, you know, I love you. And Jesus says, feed my sheep. 
So what does that mean? Feed my sheep. You know, Jesus has said, I'm the living bread. I'm the living water. So feeding his sheep means spreading the truth, you know, spreading his message. He is the risen God. So the podcast was born. It sure was. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that was really good. That was really good. Really? Because that sounded sarcastic. (laughs) It wasn't. It It sure was. Well, you tell us. Tell us what's going on, AJ. So I as well have been on this journey for years. And I've always felt like there's, I needed to do more. There was something more. And then Ursula asked me to do this project with her. (laughs) And while I did not feel adequate and I was very nervous, I thought like, maybe this is it. Maybe this is what I need to do. And like her, you know, you read the Bible and you pray and you ask God to reveal something to you and you just don't know what that is. So I thought in that moment, like, is this it? Is this what I've been, what I'm supposed to be doing? So even though it was out of my comfort zone, I want people to know Jesus. I I needed an outlet to talk about it. Ursula and I have gotten together so many times and every time we're together, we always talked about Jesus. I just want people to know how he changed me and fulfilled my life and, and have that for them. You know, when you do something or you go somewhere and you just love it and you want to share it and you want everyone to like it, that's how I feel. I want everybody to be changed by Jesus the way I have been. I want them to feel him on their hearts and know what it's like to live for someone else because that's that's what we're doing. We're living for someone else and we know what it feels like to live without God. Yeah. And actually, there will still be days that we know what it feels like to live without God. Absolutely. You know, because (laughs) it's not a perfect journey. And I think that's another thing that I've learned in this process is that, you know, God doesn't care how many times I stumble and fall. He just wants me to stand up and continue the walk with him. So with that, let's kick off our first Bible study. We have Luke chapter 15 today. So it's the three parables, the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the prodigal son. And for those of you who don't know really quick what a parable is, it's a simple story just meant to demonstrate a moral or a religious lesson. Um, So in this verse, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees because they are furious that he is eating with sinners. So they're asking him why. Why would he do that? And he's just trying to break it down for them. Jesus is trying to help the Pharisees understand that every single person means something to God, right? That you as a singular person have a tremendous amount of weight and importance to God, you know? And so he does so with these parables because a farmer has a hundred sheep. He loses one. He still has 99, but he he's like, no, no, I'm, I, I'm still going to go get the one. He's got 99 problems, but a sheep ain't one. <laughs> <laughs> it was right there. And then in the parable of the lost coin, you know, a woman has 10 coins. She loses one. She still has nine, but he's trying to demonstrate to them. She's still going to go find the one. It's so important to her. It's so important. Okay. But in the prodigal son, that one gets personal because Jesus relates that one to us. Okay. So a wealthy man has two sons and one of his sons asks for his inheritance early. And the father agrees, and within days, the son leaves the property, he starts partying, he's sleeping around, and before he knows it, he has zero dollars left. He gets a job feeding pigs, and he's so hungry, right, that he wants to eat the pig food. And and then it dawns on him, you know, he's like, my father has servants, he feeds his servants, I'll just go get a job with my dad. He heads home, and his father sees him coming across the field, so he runs out to meet him, and he hugs him and kisses him, but the son stops him, and he's like... He starts to repent. He's like, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as your servant. Okay, and this is how the father responds. He's like, whatever. He's not even listening. He's calling out to his servants. He's yelling, bring me the best robe. Bring me a ring for his hand and shoes for his feet. Kill the fattened calf. For my son was dead 
and he's alive again. He was lost and he's found. I'm going to stop there, AJ, because the son is all of us. And look how he's received by his father. His father does not care that his son threw away his hard-earned money. He does not care that his son made bad decisions and slept around. Instead, he's choosing to celebrate. He can't contain his joy. God doesn't care about our past. He just wants us to come home. How many of us have been there? How many of us have gotten what we didn't deserve from our parents, or our children, or our friends, or our family, and they welcome us with open arms? That's what that's what God's doing. And you know what? I found it interesting that the son didn't go home right away. You yeah. know, he had no money. He had to get a job. He obviously had no food because he wanted to eat the slop. You know, it was shame that was keeping him from going back to his father. And how many of us can relate to that? You know, I often ask myself, why do I feel so much shame before God? but I'm wasting time and anxiety doing that. This is me in the story, and that's God in the story. And no matter what I did, he's just happy I'm home. He's throwing us a party. Yeah, he's just happy you're back, that you were lost and now you're found. Yep, we have the coolest God ever. Okay, but wait, there's more to the story here. So remember, there are two sons in this parable, and there's another message here for us because sometimes we're the son who stayed at some point. In your walk with Christ, you're on different sides of the pasture. So both of these messages are really relatable. Okay, the son who faithfully stays with his father, he's working in the field and he hears dancing and singing and he asks a servant, he's like, what is all this? And so the servant tells him, yo, your bro is back, we're having a bash. And the son gets mad. He's like, how dare you, right? And he won't go into the party. He's waiting outside to speak with his father. And his father comes out and the son unleashes on him. He's like, I've never disobeyed you. I didn't leave you. I didn't throw away your money on prostitutes, but you never even gave me a goat to celebrate with my friends, let alone the fattened calf, right? The tastiest morsel on the farm. And here's what the father says. He says, son, you are always with me and all that is mine is yours. He's saying you could have taken the goat. He's saying you've earned all that is here. And there's a message here that God has a kingdom that is ours too, if we're faithful. He tells us in this parable, when you're with me, I have a kingdom that is yours also. That is amazing. Amen. That is where I want to be. I don't know about you guys, but that's where I want to be. <laughs> You're not allowed. Okay, AJ, <laughs> are you ready for a super fun fact? Oh, wait, is no, no, it no. going to be super fun or? <laughs> it's not. And it's not even a fact. It's actually a super fun question. <laughs> are you ready? No, no. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> How many people saw Jesus alive with their own eyeballs? after the resurrection it's 500 well that was very anticlimactic okay <laughs> you're sort of right it's technically over 500 i'll give you half a point. okay <laughs> all right Urs. i'll give you half a point all right i see how it's gonna be okay you're a little angry right now so as our buddy <laughs> lee strobel puts it and he's an author and investigative journalist if you guys haven't checked out stuff he has written it is going to blow your mind. But if every single one of those 500 witnesses testified in a court of law for 15 minutes to seeing Jesus alive, that would equate to 125 hours of testimony. That's over five nonstop days of testimony. That's crazy. If there was that kind of evidence for the OJ case, he surely would have been guilty, found guilty. <laughs> this is a slam dunk, my friends. Yes, for sure. <laughs>
And now for our favorite part of our podcast. Each episode, we will feature someone's testimony told by them. And these are journeys to Christ, and they're magical. And we hope you enjoy them as much as we do. Today, we get to hear from my dear friend, Jimmy, who has a remarkable story about healing through Christ. In 2018, I tore my ankle playing basketball. No big deal. Just a minor little sprain, rocked an air cast for a bit. However, once I got the air cast off, my right pinky toe went numb. A couple weeks went by, my next toes went numb. A couple more weeks, more toes. Then they went bilateral to my left foot, and those toes started going numb. At some point, the numbness turned into pain. And when I say pain, I mean such intense pain, I don't even think there's a scale for it. I had pain that went from the tip of my toes all the way to my waist. I had a difficult time breathing. My teeth hurt. My body hurt. But the intense, intense pain was in my lower extremities. I cried every day. I grinded my teeth. I slurred my speech. I was angry. I could hardly walk. And I have four children and run a business and have a wonderful wife, a wonderful family. And I was wrecked because I was in so much pain. I ended up seeing about 30 specialists, four neurologists, a neurosurgeon, talked with a scientist, a billionaire backed me. I went to the Mayo Clinic five times, which was one of the best facilities in the country, really in the world. I got my last rites or anointed of the sick twice. And I was in really bad shape. Some of these doctors wanted me to put a spinal cord stimulator in my back permanent spinal cord stimulator in my back and learn how to be in this much pain. But it was too much pain. It was like pain of biblical proportions that it was so intense all the time. I mean, I can't even articulate it. They diagnosed me with CRPS, complex regional pain syndrome, where 200,000 Americans get it a year. 20% of those people commit suicide because of the pain. It's so intense. So after trying so many different things, everything was not looking very hopeful. My, I felt like my future was looking very dark and my world, I felt like the world was just caving in on me and I was being crushed. However, God has a plan. So through the grace of God, I'm out of pain. I just have numb feet now, which is a miracle in itself because, you know, what they diagnosed me with was CRPS and there really isn't a cure. I mean, I saw some of the best doctors in the world and man, they were phenomenal. But, you know, I don't know how hopeful everybody was. But miracles happened. And I felt people's prayers when I was so sick. And I don't know how to really articulate that or explain it. And I mean, I, and it wasn't like I was just sick for a hot minute, for a few days or weeks or months. I mean, I kind of got sick for years and it wasn't just confined to my family seeing this. I mean, I was humbled and humiliated in front of everybody, everywhere I went, you know, uh, my family, my friends, my neighbors, work. I mean, everywhere I went, people saw me totally, totally wrecked and in unbearable pain. Through the grace of God. I'll just call this person, this lady, Saini, was able to heal me through bioresonance. But really, uh, I feel like she has a gift from God to heal. And to be able to feel that and experience that 
is is truly amazing and it allowed me to go from what i felt like was hell on earth where i didn't even know if i believed in god to where i am today to be pain free just with numb feet but now i know that there's a god so even in my darkest times where i was suffering so intensely and didn't know if there was a way out god had a plan god bless you love you all if this episode moved you feel free to like subscribe and share and join us every other thursday also if you'd like to share your testimony please email us at info at tollspodcast.com and as always may god bless you and may the spirit fill you 